0: So, I wanna have the same conversation with you. So, was it last year your brother John passed away? Uh, 2018. Has it been two years already? Almost, up, yeah. So, John Cameron uh, was a guy who, in his own right, was a legend in this industry. Um, I met him uh, when he was sales manager at uh, Horizon. I went out there a few years ago and had a chance to meet him, and, and I know you've had some other uh, difficulties in your life. You went through a difficult divorce. You lost your other brother, younger brother. You had a heart attack a year ago, which damn near killed you. It did five times, five times. And yet, Drew, every time we're together, you're like, bam, you're there. How do you deal with the loss of your brothers? Uh, The stress, the the difficulty of a divorce. and, And of course, we all know you're blessed with Kim now, a wonderful, wonderful lady and uh, we're all very happy for you for that. But how do you deal with a near-death experience, the loss of your brothers, all these stressors, and yet you bring your A-game every single time?
1: I'm going, to, I'm going to take an aside first. This is like the end of the movie of uh, Jerry, Jerry Maguire, where the guy's <laughs> yeah. interviewing Rod yeah. Tidwell. Yeah. And he goes, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you try to get us to cry.
0: No, know? no. I, I, want our, I want our viewers, our EGI family, I want them to know that you guys don't just live these glorious, highfalutin lives, that you have the same bullshit that we all have. Yeah. And somehow you bring your A-game every time. You bring your A-game every yeah. single time.
1: And so, you know, it's a great question. And um, I've spent the last probably three years for certain doing a lot of introspective work. And I spent definitely the last year of my life, you know, since, since the heart attack and the death. Well, why don't you, for our viewers, tell us that story specifically. I want
0: you to talk about that day because some may know it, but probably a lot don't know it. You were on vacation with your family, with your sons and Kim, son. your son. son. My son and his friend, yeah. And, and Kim. And you're at a hotel in Myrtle Beach, I think. Yes. And you're looking at this beautiful ocean, mm-hmm. and you're just there with the woman you love, and I think she was in the shower or whatever, getting ready. And, and I just woke up. I, I woke up just feeling. And pain. You're, you're looking
1: at this beautiful ocean vista. And tell us what happened. I can only tell you because I was told, but uh, I woke up in a lot of just uncomfortability in the right arm and shoulder. And early that morning. Early that morning. About 8.30 that morning. And uh, I had some stress going on with my daughter. Uh, we have gotten into a little bit of personal trouble the I. are a pain in the ass, yeah. but we love them. <laughs> and uh, a client, uh, that, you know, that Gary knows as well, who uh, had some stress going on that was... I'd never been more irritated in this industry than what a client was dealing with with a vendor of his. Distress. His, That's dist- Distress. <laughs> distress, yes. 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 Good point. And, you,
0: and I, we're going to talk about that too, the stress versus distress.
1: That was a powerful point you made earlier today. And uh, so that had gone on the night before, so I, I carried that over you know, you know, to the next morning, I guess. Because you care. Yeah. So I woke up just very uncomfortable, and uh, to the point where I was so restless, I woke up Kim. And she said, are you okay? And I said, no, something's not right. And she said, you want to go to the doctor Go go to the hospital? I said, we, yeah, let's do it. She said, yeah, let's do it. It's first day of vacation in Myrtle Beach, you know, probably nothing. We we'll get you checked out. We can enjoy the rest of the trip. I said, "Yeah, let's do it." Right. So I went to brush my teeth. She was brushing her teeth. I grabbed my toothbrush, walked to the window, looking out from the 27th floor of the brand new Hilton property there, Hilton Grand Vacations property there in Myrtle Beach. And um, by this point, it's almost maybe 9 a.m. And I started brushing my. T- I was brushing my teeth. And what I was told is, I dropped. And. Uh, I went down, she heard me, she you know, flew across the, the bed, jumped on top of me, started pumping my heart immediately. She only knew what to do because when my brother had passed, my sister-in-law had told her that she had been told, don't breathe, you know, don't give them oxygen, Just, just pump the heart, keep the heart pumping and she couldn't find her cell phone so she's pumping my heart and she sees the the phone for the hotel across the other side of the bed so she jumps across the bed continues to uh, you know, grabs the phone comes back pumping my heart with one hand calling a hotel dial 911 uh, calls 911 um, and she's pumping my heart for 20 minutes before the paramedics show up and uh, the hotel staff shows up in the meantime but they show up without even a, a defibrillator and so they the paramedics show up and they start to kind of work on me the next thing you know is my heart stops completely because they stopped pumping my heart they started you know doing the, the bag right and, and so they got the the defibrillator they shocked me twice i come back and uh and she says you know you got to keep pumping his heart you got to keep pumping his heart he lost his older brother and you know you need to you know just keep pumping his heart and like we know man we know right and so my son meanwhile has come into the room and he sees what's going on he's in sheer state of panic obviously and his friend and they lose me again at, uh, on the way to the elevator and uh, they get me into the ambulance and they shock me again and then uh, twice you know in the ambulance then they get me to the emergency room at uh, you know Grand Strand Medical there in in Myrtle Beach and they lose me again in the emergency room just before they're about to take me in for surgery they realize something's going on and um, I think they did some type of scan to figure out that I had a hundred percent blockage in my left coronary, uh, lower coronary and right coronary arteries. So I was operating on 50% of a heart. Mm. And um, so they brought me back again. So that was five stoppages, you know, with shocks and uh, got me into surgery, cleaned me out, went in through my wrist, cleaned me out, you know, got me flown again and everything was good. Right? So, so. Here, so here's the question.
0: You dealt with that, a divorce a few years ago, your brothers. Mm-hmm. How do you keep bringing the a game? How do our our, our EGI family how do they keep going
1: when life hits them square in the forehead? Yeah Well I, I always thought it was I always thought it was something that you know I'm meant to do. I'm supposed to help others I'm supposed to um, yeah, there's more of me to give and and that's kind of what I had thought up until about a year ago and after a lot of deep introspection, what I, I came to realize is, is that, you know, this is going to get a little spiritual, but um, you know, my spirit is seeking to make an impact. right? It's to looking to live live a legacy, not leave a legacy. And I think that's what we're all all of our spirits are looking to do, right? And, and we think that we're working towards something, you know, when in reality we're working with something, and on something, actively in the moment. You said be present. You know, I. Yeah, you know, I was always looking towards the future, too. And, and you should have, you know, plans for the future and goals and objectives and, and look towards achievement. But what I realized is that I wasn't in, I was never in the moment. I was always thinking about others. I was always thinking about my kids. I was, I was always thinking about my wife when I was married. And then, of course, you know, funding my ex-wife after the divorce. <laughs> That's a Man, lot of distraction bad bad right, still, right? <laughs> That's a whole other distraction. Right? Um, but you know, now it is, it's me being the best version of me. So that no matter what I do or who I touch any day, they are getting the best of me. me And I have to level that up 1% a day.
0: Let me ask you this. Our contractor is watching. And Gary, I'm going to ask you the same question. What is your advice to them
1: when they get their teeth kicked in? Go to work on yourself. Go work on yourself. the The problem isn't out there. In fact, that thought is the problem. The problem is you. You said it, it's not the problem, it's your thought about the problem. You've said that in many of your presentations, right? And you need to go look in here. We all get six inches of real estate to manage in our lives, right? And whatever happens in this real estate, this is the only real estate that can't be taken from you. Every other piece of property you've got in your life can be taken in a heartbeat, including your contracting business. So go to work in here. So work on number one. Work on this. Figure this out, figure out what is the lesson and I talked about this, had this conversation last night with a client and I had this conversation with my son, I had this conversation with Kim and I always have this conversation with myself and I'll be at a leadership group next week who gave me the, the, the gift of this message. The storms in your life will come. They always will come. You're always gonna have storms. We all have problems, that's what you said. I call them storms, right? When you come to realize that the storms will continue to come and the storms will come more frequently and they will get more intense until you learn what the lesson is and when you come to realize what the lesson is, is you are the storm because mm. you created the storm mm-hmm. and only you can solve the
0: storm. That's my favorite thing. I've got this meme that the devil whispered in my ear, you cannot handle the storm. And I whispered back, I am the storm. You are. Yeah. yeah. g man, I want to ask the same question before we close this out. The contractor out there, he gets the news that some bad financial news, or he gets that, that God forsaken call from the doctor that your wife has cancer or your dad is really sick. What do you tell them to do to keep bringing their A game?
2: Well, I think Drew hit on it. Um, yeah, obviously, you want to work on yourself, but he pointed to his head, which is the brain. And I think most people don't really ever learn to control what they think about, and you got to It's Napoleon Hill, it's Chapter One. You know, think and grow rich. It's not about money. It's about controlling about what you're thinking about. You know, you become who you think you are. So you got to learn to think. Uh, constructively so you know there's lots of bad things that happen to really good people and vice versa so it's about controlling your mind it's about controlling what you think about and it's about staying optimistic and positive and uh, just focusing on the things that you can control I can't control cancer we can solve any problem Uh, I've heard you say this uh, about your father, you know and uh, the conversation that he had with you when you were in prison is uh, You know as long as you're breathing You can fix it right. and you're in charge And so I, I think the message for most of the people that I coach are you know what, what are you thinking about and how are you managing yourself that you know you let crap filter into your world? You know there's plenty of that in social media you can engage and fight about it on social media or you can go right past it you no know, you open the door to an argument you don't have to walk into an argument right. you can walk right you past it, it. Right. so controlling your mind controlling what you're thinking about you know staying positive having goals focusing on your achievement plan these are all disciplines that help you stay focused so that you you bring your A game and stay in the present. I think that's that's just, a lot of people just don't do that. There's very few people I've met in life that actually have that
0: skill.
1: Agreed, and I, I wanna kinda touch on that because I, I was remiss and I thank you for actually, you triggered me with a, a thought that you said there. When I, when I, I did point to my head, right, because we do have to control what we think, but I do wanna kinda go back to our listeners and our viewers and say, control what you think. If I told you to basically have no thoughts for 10 seconds, okay? and obviously try and do it on the video. You're not going to do it, but try later. Just to go, try and go have no thoughts for 15 seconds. And then after 15 seconds, see how many thoughts actually popped into your mind. Here's what you realize is that most of the thoughts that are coming into your mind, you can't even control. And then you think about during the course of your day, how many thoughts come into your mind that weren't even your thoughts that other people gave you, right? But that's the thing. When you can control your mind, everybody talks about mindset. You talk about it. You, you. I think you wrote a New York Times bestselling <laughs> book on the topic, um, but you know, we talk about my mindset. I am really focused on right now, understanding the concepts of duality and oneness and the singularity of the universe as well as consciousness and, and trying to go to that, that height of level I, me- I meditate every day. And the, with the idea being is to get out of here and get to my soul purpose, literally your soul purpose, your DNA you guys have heard me talk about and I, and I do it in the the sales videos. I talk about the, the movie, the legend of Bagger Vance with Matt Damon and Will Smith and uh, I'm not going to give that away here. You've got to go watch the the class videos to get it right, but it's a golf movie, right? And at once there's one prime scene in the, in the movie where it's called the field and you can watch the clip on YouTube called the field and Bagger, the caddy played by Will Smith says to Matt Damon, the golfer in the movie, he says, after he sets up the whole thing, he says, he says, feel it. Don't think about it. Feel it with your hands because your hands are much wiser than your head will ever be. Our heads screw us up. And you've talked about that quite a bit. Our heads screw us up. we got to get down to our, our soul purpose, our DNA, what we, you know, what we feel about, about it, right? And what, that's what fuels us. That's where the fire comes from. Yeah. And so if you get back down into here and listen to that, you know, that soul voice, that's that's your authentic, true, genuine self speaking to you. So you have a gut instinct. That's cause that's what you're supposed so to So you both
0: say the same thing. When you get your teeth kicked in, an illness in the family, a death in the family, a financial problem, if it is to be, it's up to me. Look within. Yep. And that I think is a lesson. You got it. God bless you, Drew Cameron. As well. God bless you and Christy. Bless you. We love you guys. Good lessons for all of us guys. Cheers. Cheers.